When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Rich Eisen Show. What was it called? The Rich Eisen Show. Which is the oddest mashup of a Jay-Z song I've ever heard. Boy. (laughs) Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Tell me Kansas City plays Miami. Just say it. Just tell me what I want to hear. I don't believe that they do. They don't? They don't. Earlier on the show. NFL Network analyst, Daniel Jeremiah. Still to come. Legendary actor, James Caan. Plus, from Paramount Plus's Halo, actor Pablo Schreiber. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We've got ourselves a great guest coming up in about 20 minutes time. It is the 50th anniversary of The Godfather Hitting a theater near you, the premiere of the greatest mob movie, maybe one of the greatest movies of all time, 50 years ago today, half a century ago today, is when The Godfather was in theaters near you, and the man who played Sonny Corleone, earning himself an Oscar-nominated role for Best Supporting Actor, James Kahn, will be joining us in 20 minutes' time to discuss it. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. The uh, folks, uh, we've, the things we've already discussed on on this show, um, the fact that uh, Tyree Kill is a dolphin, no longer a uh, chief, and the ripple effect of all of that. We also discussed the vaccine mandate that has kept Kyrie Irving out and was threatening to keep all the unvaccinated Mets and Yankees players out from being uh, uh, participants in home games, has been removed. The mayor of New York... Eric Adams making that announcement earlier today. So Kyrie Irving is back in the mix and uh, the Yankees uh, are are free to play at home. We'll find out who's not vaccinated when Toronto keeps them all out. When the Yankees start using half their lineups at AAA uh, when they go up to to Toronto to face the Blue Jays because it's a different ball of wax up in Canada. Long story short, as we discussed the... uh, uh, top stories in the NFL with Daniel Jeremiah. His mock draft has only one quarterback in it. Uh, he dropped um, Kyle Hamilton all the way out of the top 10. He gave two wide receivers to the Packers. Everything that we discussed, he he doesn't know where Baker Mayfield's going to wind up either. He gave an idea about Baker Mayfield maybe having to stick around through training camp <laughs> to see who might get injured in training camp to see where he goes. Or the Browns are just going to have to eat part of his salad. Just eat eat the money. I think when Daniel was saying that, Rich, you and I had the same thought initially was that the Browns were going to tell Baker, hey, you're the backup now. That's kind of where I thought. Yeah, he was was saying that you got to turn to Baker Mayfield. And I thought to myself, okay, 
Are you going to tell him to be the backup, backup to, to Deshaun, Deshaun Watson? Watson? Like, absolutely That'll not. never happen in a million years, right. but they'll basically tell him, sit home, sit tight, just don't come in, we'll still pay you. Right. Um, you'll get your money, but let us figure out a place to send you once uh, somebody gets hurt. And I'm sure he's probably like, screw that. I don't want to just wind up anywhere, right. you know? And The Browns have Jacoby Brissett as their... And he says that um, the Seahawks, based on everyone he talks to, all those lazy scouts... <laughs> taking naps. You're taking naps that Urban Meyer was talking about. Uh, <laughs> thinks that Seattle is very happy with Drew Locke and ready to go to battle with him. But that's also the team that said that they had no intention of trading uh, right. uh, Russell Wilson either. And speaking of this one as well, um, let's just spend a couple of minutes here. Did you hear how, who's got interest in the Rams and the Rams have interest in him? Man, is Bobby I Wagner. I saw that last night. How about them apples? If you're Bobby Wagner and you want to win a championship, you want to stick it to your former team, you want to win a championship and stick it to your former team. Those are your two options. What better place to show up than the Los Angeles Rams and play in Los Angeles and play for a team that just won the Super Bowl and go and... Visit your old stomping grounds, and you know the opponents inside and out. And the Rams would just keep on keeping on. If the Rams, and I, I, I let's just say they get him. Okay. Let's just say they get him. That there's mutual interest, and I, I don't know how that would. The problem is fall he's, apart. He's inside, and they don't really need inside help. They need outside. Help. How about they need? How about they need Bobby Wagner? How about I everybody needs that. Bobby I Wagner? I'm just saying, from a scheme fit, he's an inside guy. Let's say they figure out how to scheme fit him. Okay. Let's just say they figure it out. Because right. the Rams have shown many things that they're very good at. Figuring it figuring out. It out. They're, 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 they're one of the greatest figure-it-out people of all time. So if the Rams were your son and they had trouble with math and you <laughs> and told them. And I had a very them, long day. And, had a very and you had a long very day. long day. <laughs> yes. And the Rams collectively were like, Dad, I can't figure well I, I can't, I can't get, get to this. Yes. And you were just like, yes. figure it out. Figure it out. The Rams would figure, figure it, it out. out. Yeah, the Rams would get the answer. At what point will people finally discuss the Rams as the legitimate choice to repeat, repeat. in I don't think I'm I, doing it. I, nobody still. I don't nobody's doing it coast to coast. Yeah. Nobody's doing it coast to coast. Yeah, because there's so many other teams. Nobody's well. doing it coast to coast. Also, just because the AFC is so. And the AFC oh, is, AFC's so stacked. Brady's yeah. back. Oh, absolutely, and, yeah. Brady's back. Rogers, oh, and Rodgers is going to be yeah. back. Oh, yeah. And those are all the same people. But but the Rams in the world where Brady was in and Rodgers was back and the AFC was the stacked Bowl. enough, okay? And Russell was in their own division. The guy that's making the AFC so stacked was in their division, right? Right. And Deshaun Watson, generationally great, he's going to the Browns, right? They don't play him, right? That's the And, and Dak, Dak had Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he had. So, I mean, the Cowboys were better than the team that we're seeing right now, right? Rams won in those circumstances. Am I correct the Rams won in those circumstances, correct? Yeah, yeah, just let yeah. me Google Super Bowl uh-huh. champs real yeah, quick. Yeah, go ahead and Google yeah. it. Just make sure, confirm for me that the Rams won it all. Uh, yeah, At they what won. what point will fair, people yeah. consider them a legitimate shot to repeat? Because Donald didn't retire. Not yet. Uh-huh. And McVay's not going to Amazon. That's, uh, that was, that was Herb's. That's Street. Herbie. Okay, yep. right. Val. Got it. Okay. Alan Robinson's coming. Bob, would Bobby Wagner, he's in, would Bobby Wagner seal the deal for people? <laughs> 
when they figure it out? Because they're going to figure it out. Yeah. And then Seahawks fans will tell you how he's old and slow. Oh, my gosh. Seahawks fans. <laughs> you know? I don't know what would be. I think the Cowboys would be the most unkind cut for Seahawks fans because they just they just hate the Cowboys. Everybody, you know, pretty much does that. I'm should, sorry, should DJ. Should we float this by Jeffrey Dean Morgan? <laughs> oh, no. I think it's already. He already said it. He, was one of the, he already said it. He, 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 told, he said he told Bobby Wagner don't go to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> he already told us that. With all due respect to Jeffrey Dean, who I love. Nicely you know. done. Well done. Now disrespect uh, him. Go ahead. I, I can't disrespect him. I love the guy, but I just don't agree with what he said there. Come, The Cowboys are angering me, Chris Brockman, and here's why. <laughs> They're not doing anything. They're not doing anything. We got the seventh most cap room available, and that means next year for 19 weeks, I'm going to have to hear crap every week from the mouth breathers about how Dallas stinks. Mouth breathers. What, what are we doing to get better? I'm a mouth what is what are they doing? There's Tyron Matthew are. and Bobby Wagner out there just sitting. Two guys. What do both of those just guys sitting. have, Chris? Uh, Super Bowl ring. Yeah, and what does Dallas Knight have in a long time? Yeah, it's been a long time since he got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, I don't shine shoes no more. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Dan yeah. Quinn. Who did Dan Quinn used to coach? He used to coach yeah, in Seattle. Seattle, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. For, and, and he had and his player was yeah, Bobby, Bobby Wagner. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. What's going on? What's the holdup? Like you know what the holdup like is? I'll tell you what the holdup is. Rich, can you call Stephen and Jerry? I know you got I, FaceTime Jerry. FaceTime Jerry. FaceTime Jerry right now. Tell him I have questions. My agent? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, not, not, Jerry? not Jerry Sibowitz. No, right. Okay. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jerry. Kyle in Harrisburg. Let's take some phone calls Harrisburg. here on the Richard Show. What's up, Kyle? What is it? Ooh. Line three. Line, no, three. line three. Line three. Line, line three. Line three. Line three. Yeah, What's up, up, Mike? Yeah. What's up, uh, Kyle? Hey, I'm, a, I'm a huge Nebba fan from the days of Kerry Kittles, Jason Lawson, Scotty Reynolds, and Tim Thomas. Uh, I wanted to see if you wanted to maybe make a bet for the game. Oh, stop. Sir, 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 this is... This is not a Wendy's, sir. Um, <laughs> look, man, I've got house money in front of me. I'm not wagering house money. I've got house money. I will either cash them in and say this is an incredible run right here, or I will stack them even higher, okay? I just know this going into the game. Jay Wright's an outstanding coach. Connor Gillespie is just going to be – I just know it right now. I'm going to hate him five minutes into the game, and I'm going to hate him more ten minutes into the game, and then they're going to start playing Dante DiVincenzo video from 2018, and it's just like, I thought the big ragu went to the NBA. Who's this kid that looks just like him? And I just know that's what's going to happen tonight. Why would I wager on on this? Um, you know, If it's something else, I'll just be happy. Why would I do that? Sounds like you're scared. Okay, I got you. I'm, I'm not fun. scared. I'm, 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 a second question to that is, you know, if the Knicks had an opening at head coach, wouldn't you want Jay Wright to be that head coach? Because, I mean, he doesn't do the whole one-and-done thing. Uh, the guys always play defense. They gel. They're unselfish. They, they play good team basketball. So No, and I love Jay Wright. I think when the Knicks did have an opening, I was like, go get him. I think he's fantastic. He is all of that. And Michigan's got its hands full tonight. And I just hope Phil Martelli has got, like, you know, the, the Philadelphia, we cancel out. You know what I mean? And we could try and sneak this one through, and, and Jawan gets it done. But, okay, what, what, what would you wanted to have wager? Just for, you know, what's and giggles. What would you have wanted to do? I, I mean, I threw some things out there. I've never even done a different wagers with a bunch of celebrities and other athletes, you know, whether it's a picture for your uh, – yes. I don't have Instagram. I have Twitter, so Twitter picture, mm. you know, change for the day with a hat. Mm. You know, I, I have a mm. – What's the uh, what is the what is the town where uh, you know um, 
by the way, James Conn's coming up. Mo Green does not have a sign post or plaque or anything to remember him by. Uh, say about this tonight. Uh, Nova's a five-point favorite. Yeah, please. I mean, it's like a two-possession game. Like, coming in. Why would I do this? All right, look, good, good luck to you. Let's talk tomorrow. <laughs> call, call back, okay? Call back. Okay. We'll chat tomorrow. Either way. Yeah. I want you to I want to hear from you win or lose tomorrow. Okay? All right, sounds good. Let's do it. Very good. Okay, very good. We go back to our corners. <laughs> PJ Carlissimo calling that game on Westwood One Radio tonight. He'll be on our program tomorrow. So you can say hello to your guy, Seton. He's my guy too. He was at Wagner College before in Staten Island, New York before yes, Seton Hall hired him from Wagner College. See, I should have known. So there was a Wagner College on Staten Island and a Wagner High School. Correct. I went to Wagner High School. I did not go to Wagner College. Wagner College, very good in hockey. Wagner College is good in basketball. Good in hockey too. My brother played them. Who knew? Yeah. I didn't know about the hockey. And I'm from Staten Island. (laughs) I, I did not know that. Uh Brandon in St. Louis, you're on the Rich Eisen show. That's line two, Mikey. What's up? Brandon, give me two. Hey uh, guys, uh, happy um, good morning. Um, I just want to say, first time, long time, uh, big fan of the basketball podcast. Hey, so, hey, hey, thanks, brother. Appreciate yeah, you. And uh, a few things, um, if I can. Um, first, um, I'm a big fan of the one mug to rule them all, the uh, Rich Eisen Show mug. Um, where is where did also, it go? Oh, oh, Rich, oh, they, they took it off the desk. Oh, they, okay. they, they wash them at night. Uh, uh, okay, thank you. Yes, I love my mug, and I'm glad you do too. Thank you. What else is on your mind? Um, also, so um, my wife and I are pregnant with our first kid. Um, Congratulations! And, uh, in light of the in uh, in light of the riveting conversation uh, you and Brockman had yesterday about the metric system, yes. um, I was wondering um, what advice you would have uh, for me. Okay, how uh, far along are you? Yeah, how far along are you? Um, she's coming up on nine weeks, so we're looking at an October 30th, uh, um, okay. date. All right. Um, here's the Get thing. Get your sleep in now. Here, well, here's, here's the thing. Okay. Bank some, bank some sleep out. Let me just give you, let me give you some advice. Okay. <laughs> you got Um, enjoy the last, um, what would I say? So, summer. so, so the summer, right? Okay. Yeah, a little summer, yeah. Okay. Uh, if there's like a baby moon trip you can take with her, you could do that. Go do that. Oh yeah, we're going to, uh, we're going to Disney World the last week of August. Why would you so, do that? Because you're going to yeah. spend the rest of your life going and they were the baby. Come on, man. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I mean, okay, if that's what you want to do, I'm just. You, you, you wanted my advice. You wanted my. You wanted my advice, Brandon. Okay. Sorry, Rich. No problem. No, no. Don't apologize. I'm just telling. you. I mean, you're going to be uh, okay. Go someplace where there are no children. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes, yes. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> go to some place where there are no children with. Your pregnant wife, and enjoy truly the last six to seven months of your usefulness for the next at least two to three years. All right, and then yeah, you know, right. do you have a dog? Do you have a do you have a pet? Yeah, yeah, uh, we have a Bernie's Mountain dog. Terrific. Uh, named Winston. And okay, we two cats as well. Two cats. So you have a dog and two cats. Yep. So you will soon yep. be downgraded to the fifth most important being in your house. Okay. <laughs> oh, definitely. So enjoy definitely. this moment. Enjoy this moment. And but I would definitely baby moon with no children whatsoever okay. and 100% be in the room for the birth if yes, you can. Absolutely. Right? Be there yeah. if you can. Clearly. Definitely. And um I would say uh, uh, talk to your child while in this talk to yes. it often. Right. Uh, Is it a boy or a girl? Do we know yet? Or nine weeks? It's too early. Nine weeks. Yeah, we have no idea. Yet. Okay, so early. All right. Uh, talk to it. Play music too. That's a great way to get your child okay. ready for the world that's coming. Very good. Terrific. And then whatever and whatever your your wife needs, give it to her because if you don't, you suck. Okay. <laughs> 
and even if you think you're doing it, you need to you need to bunch it up to ten. You know, yeah, to the you, tenth degree. I would say if right? you think you're doing a great effort, if you think you're doing a great job, you're not. You're not. Do more. Do more. Yeah. How does that sound? And don't play music. Play the Rich Eisen show. No, or the Rich Eisen show podcast, podcast right? Yes. Podcast. Yeah, the play, 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 play the future, baby. Uh, listen to the, the dulcet tones of Adam Chudwin bitching about the Chicago Bulls <laughs> on the basketball podcast. That's a great way to raise your child in the womb. Okay? They won't want to come out. Okay? That's We're all podcasts also, required. Also, uh, get a noise machine. The, the white noise machine. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Just, yeah, now we're deep. Now we're getting deep. Yeah, we're deep. I can send you is that all? Is that all helpful? Is that all helpful? Yeah, yeah. You know, I figured I'd take advice from the uh, from the best dad ever. Appreciate it. I mean, You're welcome. Come for my title. So. Come for my title. But first thing, you got to be the best husband ever. Go baby moon where there are no children, bro. You're going to be spending the rest of your life in amusement parks. Don't 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 <laughs> your add house, it on. Your house becomes an please. Your house is right. Congratulations in advance, Congrats, Brandon. Brother. Let's check, call back. We'll check on you. There you go, Brandon St. Louis. Thanks, I think Brandon. we did a good job, right? Yeah, you guys, that was good. I think I think we did. Almost makes me want to not have a kid. Well, I think. <laughs> Mike, you're not. You're never. No, it's not. I wish Could Brandon, you imagine if Mike, if you're like, you wouldn't know it. You're not. Well, first of gonna, all, you're a big kid, Mike. I am a big kid. Yeah, but you never. Like, even if you met somebody with whom you'd even consider doing that, okay. I can't imagine. Like, you're going to be a 60 year old oh, no. dad and and just change the way you do your life, like. You, you know, the whole idea of dropping everything so you could go lay down the cable for an XFL game is over. I don't. I would say you know becoming I mean? a dad at almost forty was a gigantic lifestyle change for me because yes, I was so. Set. My first was born when I was thirty-nine. Yeah, and so I same. same. So forty like, is like the age, right? You want to be the kind of forty, forty-five. Dude, I saw Tony Randall <laughs> on the streets of New York, yeah. pushing his two twins when he was seventy-five. I mean, God bless him. Mick Jagger. And, and we by the way, as I'll tell the story, just completing it. No, no, but Rich has a story no, 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 about this. Just completing like, the story. This. Just completing the story. Tony Randall, is, you know, and I'm a diehard Odd Couple fan. I was. <laughs> this is back when I was on SportsCenter, so this had to be early aughts or late 90s, and I was sweating because I actually ran in Central Park. This is when I was jogging in my life right now. <laughs> That's not happening. And so uh, I come back, and I'm sweating like a pig, but the Odd Couple, as you know, as we're about to talk to James Conn, I mean, the godfather and the Odd couple for me that's that that those are you know the sting and movies as well that that's it for me honeymooners the odd couple the sting and the godfather that's it for me growing up so i saw tony randall and he's in and it was like a 70 degree day and he had a perfect crisp button down shirt on and a and a double-breasted jacket and slacks pushing these two babies in strollers and i stopped him even though i was dripping with sweat i'm like well i don't need to shake hands but i just wanted to stop and tell you what you mean to me and you know and thank you for being you and the odd couple and and it just means so much it's formative for me and he just didn't stop stride he just kept pushing his babies he said thank you like felix unger and then he turns around and he said, but i would think you would congratulate me and compliment me on my children and he kept walking so aggressive and i thought to myself wow that was aggressive and the second thing is if i could have scripted what he would say to me as tony randall as felix unger that would be it <laughs> correcting me on how to you know compliment him so he gave pay you what him you wanted. it's kind of did but you know, when you're here in Los Angeles, I mean, you have no idea who's married to whom and whose child is whose. You know, you got some, you know, George Hamilton walking around looking like, you know, he's 20. You have no idea. 
At any rate, no, let's take a break. Uh, still to come in this hour, uh, we will uh, talk about what happened last night in uh, in Miami. Or we, oh. we, who knows? We might push that to hour number three because I uh, I think this is going to be a dynamite conversation. It's the 50th anniversary of The Godfather in theaters near you. The premiere of The Godfather a half a century ago today. The man who plays Sonny Corleone in it, the great James Caan, will join us next on The Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. We're back with more in a moment. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So thrilled to have here on the Rich Eisen Show on such a momentous occasion, the 50th anniversary of The Godfather premiering in theaters near you on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is none other than the Academy Award-nominated actor got a nomination for being Sonny Corleone. James Kahn here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, James? I'm great, as you said. Just great. I love it. Happy anniversary. Happy 50th. Oh, yeah. On The Godfather. No, that was my son who did that picture, yeah. <laughs> well, i got to tell you, man, um, it, it is just uh, one of my favorites, and I, 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 let me just jump right into it. Um, how did you get involved in The Godfather? How did that come across well, your world? I did a picture called The Rain People, which was a very kind of art house film that Coppola did when he was, I was 28, so he's a little older than me, you know, mm-hmm. a year or so. And um, I played a football player um, out of um, Hofstra, <laughs> where I actually went for, for Howdy Myers was the coach. Mm-hmm. And and um, I, uh, so we worked together. We were on the road for like two or three months doing that. And um, got along very well, uh, and 
I don't know. We just stayed friends, and when he got this, he came to me right away, and then, of course, then Paramount got involved. I mean, yeah, and then he uh, <laughs> he had this cast in his head, and we went up to San Francisco with Bobby Duvall, with this kid named Al Pacino, mm -hmm. and Brando, and... Uh, it's, you know, for a corned beef sandwich, you know, we we just read around, played around some improvised scenes and mm -hmm. whatever, just kid around up there at San Francisco. And um, anyway, uh, that was that. Then he went in. The picture got green lit. He went to New York to scout locations, etc. And then called me one night and said, Jimmy, I said, what? He says, um... They want you to come in and test. I said, test what? You got a Porsche you want me to drive around the block? What are you talking about? <laughs> so he says, uh, no, they want you to play Michael. I said, what? You know, it's just, and I know Francis so well, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, and and the success of that movie, this is a little added thing. Yes. That goes to your question. You get charged a little extra because of this information. Okay, sir. That uh, that <clears throat> the success of this of the Godfather, partially, I mean, is the fact that Francis, and this is what I told Paramount before Francis was involved, that he he's a Mediterranean Italian. He's not a Brooklyn Italian. <laughs> In other words, his his dad was lead flautist for Toscanini. You know, and I mean, he grew up with music, and his his, his boys at the time, they they knew the cutting room when they were three, four years older, in a, you know, in a film room, and so everything was music and art and this and that, and there was none of these these dims and those, and I think because it became such a family oriented film, you know, I mean, it was the people were you were concerned with more than you were. The horses, shall we say. So he, you were originally, James, you were originally slated to play Sonny from the beginning, and then they call you know, up. And they yeah, when he called me, I, Francis wanted me to play Sonny. Right. And so then now the... the, the now uh, I came in to New York. Right. He said, come on in. And there must have been four or five hundred guys lining, lining the, the walls of this big studio on come 59th or 7th. I couldn't remember. Uh -huh. With every stupid accent you ever heard in your life. I mean... What are they doing here? Australian accents. I mean, just every actor you could think of was there. Every everybody. And uh, as a matter of fact, I, I they tested me for Michael, and then they tested me. Uh, Mario Puzo wrote this book called um, "The Making of the Godfather," mm -hmm. and and in it he said if Khan had boobs, he'd have played K. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are you have range, James Con. There's no question about that. So then, how did you wind up finally getting Sonny? Because Pacino read from well, Michael. Yeah, because Francis wanted they wanted me, but they wanted me to play the other role, but which was completely wrong. And you know, Francis has his ideas, and that's why he's Francis. You mm -hmm. know, and and Al was he was something you had to squeeze out. You know, in other words. The character of Michael, you had to get him to that point where he was a a leader and a boss and a crime guy, you know. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, and that's what Al did. And they, and they actually got in the fights, you know, sometime because Al had it all pretty well mapped out in his head. And uh, Francis maybe wanted him to move fast. I don't know, but they'd argue a little bit. And that, by the way, they didn't want Brando either. Oh, great. Well, get into that a little bit, James Conn. What do you mean they didn't want Brando? As well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, because they all... I don't know. They they must have had comic books or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it couldn't... When we, I heard Brando, I wanted to do the picture if, it, if he would have done, like, a, a postcard. Not I don't sure. care. I mean, you know, he was the guy. He was great. James Conn here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so then, uh, what was... Who was your inspiration for Sonny, James? How did you decide to play him? <laughs> well, believe this or not, you might believe anything, Rich. You're so gullible. <laughs> Thank you, James. Appreciate that. <laughs> and I, the first scene we did was in a Jenko olive oil company. You know, when Salazzo comes up there and, you know, we don't mess with dope, you know, and this and that. Right. And then Brandon goes down and he, they shoot him outside the thing. Well, in that scene, I was kind of lost. It was the first day of shooting. Lost in the sense that I I don't study at night. I'm going to do the next day. That's not fun. I mean, I like to let everything come out of character, and not to be an artist, but but again, yes, to be an artist. So the, I <clears throat> I had this feeling of what I thought Sonny should be like. I didn't know exactly. I didn't have the the physical stuff or the, the, the speech man, or whatever it was that I find. And uh, I went home that night, first night, and I was shaving because we were going out to dinner or something. And while I'm looking in the mirror, I was a lucky guy because as a kid, I mean a young guy, I was friendly with a lot of these comedians. I was the kid that went around with like Rickles and Don Adams and all those guys. And Rickles, I mean, he just drove me nuts, you know. And he was so funny. And I looked in the mirror and I started being Rickles. You know, like, you know, that's a nice suit. Why don't you have it clean and burnt? You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, just. I, so I, I came in the next day and I was Rickles. I made fun of Al Roddy's suit. That's going to rot on you, you pig. You know, or whatever I did, I just did like Don Rickles. And believe it or not, I hope you believe it, and I hope you haven't hung up. Have you? I'm, I'm I'm hanging on your every word, James. I like you there, buddy. Stay where you are. Okay, I'm here. I just, I just, um, um started being Rickles. So you're I've been had all day, and 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 Francis, God bless him, he let me go. You know, he tells everybody like, now you know, he called me just this was a couple of years ago. He was at a he lost a lot of weight, and he let me improvise a lot. So he you're saying like the now. are you saying your inspiration for Sonny Corleone and the way that you played him? No, well, the I, I mean all the uh, was Rickles. In other words, he's telling people now like Bada Bing was never written, <laughs> and Biddy Bop and all of that stuff was never written. I that, but it was because Francis gave me the comment to just go do, and someone said, "What does Jimmy say? What does Bada Bing mean?" I don't know. He says, but they say that in his neighborhood. Let it be, you know. Yeah, you got to put one in his. You got. It's not. You can't just walk up. You got to put one in his head. But boom, like yeah, that sort of thing. I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> and then all of that. So, Francis, 
and then he yelled at me for for for, for saying you, you know you could have been a multi-jillionaire if you you know if you had that thing uh what do you call uh stamped or whatever. oh yeah you got a t-shirt or a bumper sticker or something yeah, like yeah. that right oh, so i said why did you tell me 50 years ago you know you're such a smart guy anyway i did all of that even with stuff in Sunnyside, where I grew up, where, you know, it was like a guy would break something of yours, mm-hmm. take it out of here and break it, and and he'd throw money on the floor. Like, when the guy, the camera guy, mm-hmm. that was also uh, improvised. When I came out of the wedding, walking by the FBI guys in the car, and I'd come down, and I'm walking back into the wedding, and there's a guy there taking pictures, a bunch of guys there. Right, yeah. You, you know where, just before I go back in, and I grab the camera, and I throw it on the ground, I smash it, which made the property guy really happy, because it was obviously an expensive camera. <laughs> and and uh, I looked down at it, and I just instinctively took out like $40 out of my pocket and threw it on the ground. <laughs> I walked in, because as long as you paid for it, everything was okay. (laughs) James Kahn here on the Rich Eisen Show. You know what I mean? He let it go. Yeah, James Kahn here on the Rich Eisen Show on the 50th anniversary of The Godfather. Is it true that Brando needed cue cards sometimes Uh, for his lines, James? He did that when he had long speeches. No, Brando was, he was just great. I loved him, man. He's a good guy, you know. Being around him was really special because any any one of those guys that said he wasn't you know to their liking or something they were lying and full of crap they spent their lives trying to be like him especially a lot of those English actors you know he was just fantastic and uh, very sensitive and, and just a good guy just a regular guy when did you know James Kahn that this was going to be a generational hit something that that is in the lore of of movie making the godfather when did that hit when did that maybe hit you all pretty selfish rich i mean i I remember the first night when they showed it and then we went to sherry and i got so pissed off at francis why because there was a scene that was like i don't know i mean it was like eight pages long between Mm. bobby and i before i go to al with the butter being and all that you know, he says, we'll find out who's going to hit Salazzo. I mean, the, the cop. Yeah. And and it was like a long scene. It was, And Francis cut cut it out and just left me the last few lines before. I, and, of course, we're pretty selfish, to be honest. And even if I'm not honest, I'm pretty selfish. <laughs> and and uh, that's all I could think about. And everybody said, you were great. I was saying, like, kiss my butt. I, you know, I I don't know. And, uh, of course, I, I got over that, but that's how selfish we are, you know, which <laughs> is, I just forgot. Wow. So... And, uh, then, I don't know, it's just, it opened a certain amount of theaters, they try to do everything wrong, and then they pulled them back, and put, put them back in to another 1,200, and um, that's it, it's just... It, it, it is, you know, one of the best picture of all time again with the AFI and and the cast was great and we had a good time. See, that's what makes success too. If you're having a good time, especially like your shows were fun for the people who watched them because you guys 
seemed like you were having a good time. <laughs> we do. And 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 uh, and the same goes through. I believe that people in the audience are enjoying themselves because they can't put their finger on it. But if they can tell that people are liking what they're doing up there, I mean, it's just some artistic bullshit. Excuse me, I'm cursing. You're all for it. I love it. I, I, it's, it's, you know, and I, I, I just remember when I did see Godfather Part Two. You know, the the end of it, right? Uh. Where you're back around the dinner table, and the scene, <laughs> the scene is, you know, where Michael's about to inform, you know, your yeah. father that he's going to go enlist in the army. And, um, you know, and you're like, break your father's heart on his birthday. And it's just, it's just what a way for that movie to end. Um, I just remembered you being back and I just, I, I was excited because, you know, I all saw the toll booth scene and it was just great to see you back on that screen, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So last one for you. Uh, what, what, what do you think of when you see that toll booth scene again? I try not to. It was pretty scary. <laughs> I mean, I'd be honest with you, if if there were no girls on this set, I wouldn't have done it. What do you mean? No, because there were girls there, I had to do it. What am I going to, you know, I got an image here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I did it. He, he put 147 scripts on me mm -hmm. in my jacket. Now, these scripts are they're brass. With gunpowder in the middle of this little V that they cut into this one inch long piece of brass and put a, uh, a sack of blood over the top of that V and they sew it into your clothes and they have to make sure they're pointing out because it blows the material out, it blows everything out. Mm -hmm. And they actually use those very same squibs on the car. They they put them in the car and put Bondo over it and paint it. Mm -hmm. So it's strong enough to blow the Bondo out of the car, you know, when they fire it. And they fire it by putting a nail on this nail board, by putting a nail that's attached to another electrical thing. And each time it makes contact with another nail, it, it, each nail represented one of the plugs. So we had over like 5,000 mm. know, all told. Oh, a couple thousand, I forgot what it was, in the car and mm -hmm. in, the, uh, <clears throat> in the car and in the in the booth, and, and uh, so I, <laughs> like I say, I wouldn't. It it was pretty hairy, so it had to be like a, a dance, you know, a music. You had to get your hands moving right a certain way because it would blow a hole in your hand, and like I said, the girls would make me do that. <laughs> James Kahn, you are uh, the best for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, you're one of my favorites. This movie is truly my favorite, um, certainly in the genre. And, um, Could and you get me a job hanging out with you guys? Anytime. Anytime you, you want to. Out your picks and everything. Oh, yeah. You can, we, we can figure it out. For the First football thing I want to do is get Baker, Mayfield. Who's going to take this poor guy? I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you what, James. It, it strikes me as he might have to either go to Seattle or wait it out after the draft to see who'll take Seattle, him. Seattle, I think, is all that's left. But I think there was like – there were two guys out of the whole league that might have made a play for him when he was threatening to leave. Right. 
And then you look, he's had 57 interceptions in four years. You know, it's like, oh, well. I know. I have no idea, but we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll stay in touch. We'll have you back on whenever you want, and I uh, appreciate you spending time on such a momentous occasion. All right. Say hi to all the guys. Say hi to the boomer. I haven't seen him either. And uh, I will do that. And, I love uh, it. You, you take care yes, of yourself, you James Kahn. So right back at care. you. Thanks again. That's James Kahn right here on the Rich Eisen Show on the 50th anniversary of The Godfather. There he goes. Rickles was his was his inspiration uh, to make it inspiration funny. That's for Sonny Corleone and That's he was the, can't see that right? Can't you see that a little bit? How, why do you have? I, I just didn't want to. I, I didn't want to interrupt his flow in a way. Why would he have forty dollars in his pocket just to throw down at the ground? That's at, the, at the wedding, I don't know. Yeah. He just had money maybe in he just his had pocket. money in his pocket. I mean, he was doing other things at that wedding. That's, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and again, I just remember the scene that he said that oh, got great. cut out or mostly cut down is, you know, when, and again, the, the character of Michael Corleone, I mean, when you, when you watch the movie and you start watching The Godfather, you have no idea that the one guy that's going to have the through line through both films or, or just you know that the 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 storyline of of the one kid who's not in the business and the one kid who's been separate from the business who's legitimate and the you know Don Corleone wanted him to stay as such be a senator 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 Corleone right? just he wanted him he wanted a, a a son that just wasn't in the business at all now was going to be the one to avenge his father's shooting by shooting McCluskey the, and Ma, Ma, yeah, the cop yeah. and the gangster who was muscling Plasky. in on the property or muscling yep. in on their business Spoiler. that he's the one. Well, yeah. I mean, again, yeah, if you ever watched 50 years, yeah. right? Yeah, that, that, that's yeah, but that, what a that. scene that is where Michael Corleone or Pacino is about to make his heel turn and there's no turning back when you do that. And Sonny knew that and was basically saying, you know, when you go up there, you got to put one right in his in his ear and boom, you know, like you got to do that. And he's saying that he's channeling his inner Rickles when he's doing that. Add a little comic relief. I I never knew that. That's great. I never knew that. And of course, you know, we'll have James back on when he wants to come on. We could go Brian's song with him. Yeah. Uh, Misery being hobbled by Katie Bates, uh, Kathy Bates. <laughs> and uh, the, the movie that my kids would say, hey, dad, you had him on? Uh, the father from Elf. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he's so a, a Christmas classic. He honestly, sh- he honestly should have got an Oscar for Elf. For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, he really should have. He's so great. And then James Conn going out the door. Baker Mayfield, who's going to take this poor guy? You <laughs> <laughs> should just see him like, you know, hey, it's just like Sonny. Hey, 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 who's going to take you this You got to sign your contract because otherwise it's year four. Ba-boom, put you on right in your head. <laughs> Bada-bing. Ba-boom. Oh, fantastic. Pablo Schreier of the uh, new hit show. I mean, it's just out, and it's already uh, season two is already yeah, in already for 
Halo, the uh, famed video game, is now a new television show on Paramount+. Plus. He will be joining us in hour number three. More of your phone calls, 844-204-RICH. Note it all. I cannot believe we're this far into the show and a major NFL news story hasn't broken. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Favorite character in Godfather One is uh, Waltz, the movie, <gasps> the movie, the movie mogul. Okay, okay, yeah, he's, he has a lot of great one-liners. Khartoum, four hooves, like his 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 his, his uh, horse Khartoum. He's really going for it, right? Actor. And you know, and he's the one who winds up with the horse's head in his bed. Answers the phone. Waltz is listening. Um, <laughs> tell your father I ain't no band leader. I ain't no band leader. I've heard that story, heard that too, story kid. too, kid. That's yeah. right. I mean, right. You know, I ain't no band leader. And then I mean, so, and then in, and then Godfather Two is Frank Pantangeli. Oh, I see. You Hyman know, Roth. Hyman Roth Lee is a Strasburg, great character too. What all those guys? I mean, that was his right. school. They made those guys act a lot of them actors. Yes. The actor's studio. I mean, that, those guys don't exist without... Strasburg is just amazing as Hyman Roth. Luca, oh. Luca Brazzi from uh, from the first, ep- first movie. I like, I like Clemenza. Too, Clemenza's you just... Know. His, the, the, he's like the... Like, and he's making the sauce. Yeah, the, he's, he, he, has he, the good, comedy. he has a good one-liners. Hey, yeah, he's a little comic. Why do you call that girl and tell her you love her? And he's like making fun <laughs> yeah. of Michael. Right. But how about, how about, you know, um, nobody talks about Fredo. He's kind of like the Bruno. Nobody talks about Fredo. Um, in part two, it's like... Nice Encanto reference. Thank you, sir. Um, and that uh, Fredo's character, Mo Green is a great character, oh, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alex Rocco, the actor oh, Alex yeah. Rocco, He's really who played the, uh, the music executive in that thing you do yes. as well. Um, Mo Green is just fantastic. There's a lot, you know, mean, can't get a drink at the table because of what Fredo's doing with the uh, the waitresses <laughs> two at a time. And so and so he he is uh, amazing. But I, I, I and, and the actor, John Casale, oh, who yeah. played Fredo, he died very early in his life. I think cancer mm-hmm. killed him. 
he was married to Meryl Streep, or he was dating Meryl Streep. They, they, were, they, were, they were, were married. They were married, they were married for a and, time. And he was in five movies. Because uh, Francis Ford Coppola put him in a lot of his films. Um, well, he was in five movies. They were all nominated for Best Picture. Both Godfathers, one and two. Dog Day Afternoon, which he was in with Pacino. Uh, the Deer Hunter. And then the fifth one is 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 a movie that I don't think a lot of people have seen. It's definitely one of the fewest mentioned Francis Ford Coppola films. Um, Gene Hackman is the star yes. in it. Um, there are some cameo roles in it by Robert Duvall and a very young Harrison mm, Ford. Yeah. Um, and uh, I believe Shirley of Laverne and Shirley was in it as well. Yeah, Cindy Williams. Cindy Williams was in it, and it's a movie called The Conversation. Yeah, it's amazing. Which is truly, it's a, it's one of those 70s movies, slow-moving movies that are really intense. And those are the five movies that John Casal was in. Yeah. Like, of his short... batting a thousand. I think he was going to be, he was going to be in Apocalypse Now, if I'm wrong. I don't know. And he didn't. Then he would. He, I think he, he wasn't alive. Uh, he I passed think, away. Yeah. Yeah, he passed away at forty-two. I mean, I unreal. And he was Fredo, and you know him, him telling Michael at the very end of Godfather Two, "I'm smart." I mean, that scene a, where he's in, like, "Where well, I'm the, smart," uh, he's telling me oh, smart in the boat. I mean, my God. Part it is two. Truly, I've said this. It's got the what I call the three magical things. Mm -hmm. Cinematography is insane. Mm -hmm. The story is like remarkable. beyond remarkable. And then the, the actors, the acting is the best ensemble. Up to like, it's like Sopranos was always like that. Secession, like that. That movie has those three. Well, I mean, you take a look it's insane. at... I mean, I think it's, you know, very kind of you to mention Succession in the same Secession breath as all this. Totally. But, 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 and, and we've just talked about both films... And the cast, and we didn't even mention De Niro plays the young Vito right. Corleone. Part two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, that's part two. I mean, it's just, oh, my it's, gosh. That's what just adds to part It two. is the greatest sequel ever. Nothing comes close. I know you mentioned Empire Strikes Back with all mm. due respect. It is a great sequel to a, an iconic uh, film in, in an iconic series of movies, pop culture wise, but there's nothing, there is no greater. No sequel than godfather 2 and the fact that you would make another movie after the original godfather and it is such a perfect film and it is so remarkable that you're like going to put it on the line and do it again for the second you know that's why everyone was kind of disappointed that you're going to make a godfather part three well now they've they've edited the, the it's, i need to it's see it new, again i've only seen it one. i've only seen it a they've couple done, of times and not many done years a re-edit of the three of them right. together and it's amazing it changes it's also three. like eight hours. It's like, exactly. <laughs> and I've actually, it just, they, I think they did it recently. Joe Montaigne is terrific in it. Oh. Andy Garcia. And Andy Garcia is in it as well. Right. Who I mean, you know, his... um, I got to tell you, though, uh, favorite character, I guess, in one would be, again, it's Waltz, the, uh, the movie So maybe, maybe we don't, we don't go main characters, like, like the offshoot okay, guys. Okay, so you got to do offshoots. Well, I just went off you. That's and then, what I mean. Like, so, like, you can't say Michael or Sonny. Like, you're okay, going to say so, some uh, of the, like, the side guys. Mo Green, 
Walt. Oh, God. Tessio is a pagoda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. phenomenal. Can you get me and off the hook Tessio for all time? The answer all is time, no. All time Clemenza is my guy. The leave the gun, take the canola. I like Clemenza. I've too. said that line more than I like. is also a great name for a dog. And then yes. in, in, in Godfather Part Two, it's without a question Frank Pantangeli, who oh. winds up turning state's evidence and then doesn't. Um, you got to see, again, just tremendous. And then the, uh, the senator. Oh, it's Senator Geary Geary. from the state of Utah, because the the Corleone family has moved to Lake Tahoe. Um, And and so um, he's played by the actor um, G.B. G.D. Spradlin, who was in Apocalypse Now. Yeah. 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 And I believe he was also uh, the uh, coach in North Dallas 40. Oh, really? As well. Mm -hmm. I think he was the one who played uh, Tom Landry character in North <laughs> Dallas 40. Oh yeah, man. He yeah. was in Apocalypse Now. He was in he was and uh yeah, he wound up in a I, in a tough spot and got part Ford two. Ford was in a, he had a cameo. It, I call it a cameo because he's just one in, scene. In the conversation. And in Apocalypse Now, he plays this mm. in one scene. I wonder why he didn't make I don't know cuz he was too because he was I don't know. Cuz he's in American Graffiti. Which was another one that was a Coppola. You take a look at Harrison. Lucas. Harrison Ford, Ford. Oh, it's, it's was insane. in all those movies, and then, and then, George Lucas and Spielberg got a hold of him. Because wasn't he like a carpenter? He was like doing some work in the building or something, and they asked him it's to nothing. read, and he just crushed it. Yeah, he crushed it. I think that's I mean, the story for I mean, most beat up actor of all time. It's <laughs> true. Nobody gets the crap beaten out of him in, in his in films quite like Harrison Ford. Pretty good. Frozen in Carbonite, good. right? That's true. Snakes. It's snakes. I mean, right? Even as the president of the United States on yeah. his plane, yeah. right? He gets beat up. He's the president. He gets beat up as the president. Who gets beat up as the president? Even when he's flying his own plane. I know. That's true. <laughs> oh, oh. It's too. That one's too soon. That's too, too soon. Yeah. Who's the? Is he the most beat up actor in the history of acting? I mean, Tom Cruise has taken a beating. Clint Eastwood. Tom Cruise. Couple, but in terms, took a beating. Uh, honestly. Tom Cruise took a beating. Indiana Jones has taken a beating. Han Solo has yes. taken a beating. Who's getting, he's get, he just gets beat up. <laughs> did, he, did he get beat up in Witness? Get, <laughs> yeah, he did. You he know actually what I mean? did. Regarding Henry. Reg- well, <laughs> and then, of course, uh, the... The fugitive. Yeah, I mean, oh my yeah, God! Yeah, Richard right. Kimball got his ass kicked. He jumps off of a dam. With him into the yeah. I mean, come on. You're pointing my gun at me. I don't care. Harrison Ford. Yeah, man. How did he not wind up in The Godfather? So we can I ask know. him that. And then his answer is probably, be, I think it turned out all right. <laughs> it turned out all right. Pablo Schreiber, hour number three, coming up. <laughs> 